Hey folks, episode 97, 97 folks, three, three, that's a, yeah, three episodes until the 100th episode, which is going to be the giveaway, so the giveaway entails a whole shitload of comics, like a nice pile, about 20, you know, 20 somewhat, you know, comics, um, also, friends of mine from Flashback Gaming, um, they are also at 321 Lark, let me get this right, uh, Larkfield Road, East Northport, New York, Long Island, New York. Alright, so they're giving away, they donated stuff, so they got a Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn umbrella, uh, some belts from, you know, a PlayStation, you know, belt. Um, a belt that says Legend of Zelda on it. Pretty cool. Uh, a hat that has Chucky from Child's Play on it. Um, and uh, that's about it for now. So that's what it is, plus the comics. So it's a good haul, you know, for somebody that would win it. That's going to be on the 100th episode. We're going to, you know, fish out a, a name from the, the Twitter family. And, uh, then we'll, well, we, it's like me and my guest, you know, so she'll go in, which is going to be Yolanda Rumiker. Um, we call it, so she's going to talk about, like, ghost stuff and, uh, you know, more stuff to go for, you know. Um, also, that's, uh, that, also just look them up. If you're not, if you don't live on Long Island, then, you know, just look them up and maybe they'll, you know, they'll send it to you or they got a website. I'm not sure that they have a website, but check it out anyway. Um, but there is a person that does people, actually, there's, there's plural, there's two. Um, Keys love, Key loves jewelry. Um, they have jewelry. <laughs> See, you know, funny. No, they got jewelry, you know, can I, they got like skull rings, uh, any kind of necklace you could think of. If you have an idea for a necklace, you know, you could always call them up on their, you know, their website would have their phone number and all that. Um, you know, so that's Key Loves Jewelry, um, and Key's Cutlery. So, Key's Cutlery has a knife, swords, uh, replica swords, uh, anything from the movies or anything otherwise. Uh, tasers, you know, nunchucks, uh, the jewelry side, I think they, they say, we call it that he has, she has the bling, he has the sting. So, uh, but also when you go and check out for the jewelry, you know, she has all kinds of different, uh, earrings, uh, piercings, um, necklaces, rings, all different sizes. If you got... If you got sausage fingers, she's got rings for the sausage fingers. Because she's always, she brings this stuff to, uh, we call it, brings her jewelry to either, like, bike rallies, uh, car shows, uh, haunted attractions. You know, wherever there can be one. Now, now with the pandemic, everybody's, like, you know, doing their, their thing now. So, they're around. Again, they're in Long Island, New York. So, but they are at 1075 Portion Road at Lala's Flea Market. 
Now, if anybody that's from Long Island, you know, they know where Farmingville is. It's on Portion Road, or well, off of Portion Road. Um, and just look for a lot of flea market. There's a Dunkin' Donuts right across the street. There's the fire department. You get what I'm saying. Um, but like I said, we call it, you know, Flashback Gaming. They're in East Northport, Long Island, New York. So like I said, everybody out there knows about Long Island. Knows where East Northport is and Larkfield Road. You'll find it in between two stores. Like one's like a phone store and there's another one uh, that's for car stereos and uh, stuff for the vehicle. And right across the street is a Dunkin' Donuts. That, that's quaint, you know. Um, also, let's talk about Cavaricis. Now, if anybody doesn't know what Cavaricis... Oh, there goes that burping again. Anyway, that doesn't know about Cavaricis. When I was younger, they were, you know, I mentioned this in the last one, that they were men's only jackets, parachute pants. Those are the ones I like. Cavaricis, not so much. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's, I have friends that used to wear this, like in high school. So I'm not insulting them, their, their way of style. I, and just reiterating because I don't even like that kind of stuff. It just, you know, it's me. I, it, you know, what it is. But, um, basically, you know, it's like dress pants and it has like some overlapping thing near the crotch area, I think. Um, I don't know how much to tell you about it because it's like, uh, it's like dress wear. I don't really do dress wear. If anybody that knows me knows I don't do dress wear. And if I do, I look damn good. Uh, you know, now I'm trying to do suits and ties. Most of my ties are all horror themed. Um, you know, Halloween. I did like, I was going to do, uh, we call it a, you know, jack-o'-lantern, uh, you know, suit. Which I did get. But the guy that sold it said that he weighed like this amount. And I'm like, okay, I don't weigh that much. But I'm not near there. But I'm halfway. So it might work for me. But let's just say it was hugging the boys. Yes. And then it could split. So I didn't really wear that. I'm going to have to try somewhere else and get like a better one, but um, that's the kind of suits I like. It's like horror theme, you know, maybe the blood stain one. Yes, since we're in the subject of a whole, I'm not gonna say Halloween theme, but it's uh, somewhere in that nature. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, okay. So, this is a little joke. It's a it's a paragraph joke, but you'll get it. So, I, I heard this joke many years ago, and I seen it pulled up before, and I'm like, it, you probably heard it. But, let me read it to you. You know, a burglar broke into the house one night. He shined his flashlight around, looking for valuables, when a voice in the dark says, Jesus knows you're here. He nearly jumped out of his skin, clicked his flashlight off, and froze. 
When he heard nothing more, after a bit, he shook his head and continued. Just as he pulled the stereo out so he can disconnect the wires, clears a bell, he heard the voice and says, Jesus is watching you. Freaked out, he shined his light around frantically, looking around the source of the voice. Following the corner of the room, his flashlight beamed, came to rest upon a parrot. Yes, a parrot. Did you say that? He hissed at the parrot. The parrot's like, yep. Then squawked. I'm just trying to warn you that he is watching you. The burglar, the burglar relaxed. <laughs> Warn me. Ha! Who in the world are you? Because I'm Moses, replied the bird. Moses? What kind of people would name their bird Moses? Well, the same kind of people who name their rock wall Jesus. <laughs> that is funny shit, I tell you right now. That, that is some cool fucking shit. But, um, alright, I think I had too much coffee. So, what we're going to do, I'm going to go and take a little break. Let me leave this, uh, you know, promo here from somebody. I forgot who it Oh, the superfoods. It's a promo for superfoods. So, I'll see you in a little bit. Enjoy this uh, promo. And... Um, hold on. Okay. Uh, I found it. Okay. So, I'll see you in a bit. Green Cheetos, White Quesadilla, Charcoal Pork, Black Hot Dog, Black Peach Crisp, and don't forget about their leader, Black Vegetable Pasta. Together, they will focus their powers of food? I don't know, but they focus them against their villains, Black Ham and Black Salami. That's it. It's all of them against two people. By the way, they're not both black. They're wearing black. That's important. But all of them against two people. Shouldn't take a whole episode. But join in anyway to see the powers of the superfoods. Ratchet Book Club. All right. Back. That was from Ratchet Book Club. Did a promo for something we all did on uh, Twitter, where they said, "Okay, what were you wearing?" and you know, what was the food, the last food you had, and pretty much everybody had what they were gonna say, and it was pretty funny, it, you know. And and Big Nick, one of the uh, other uh, lovely family members of the Twitter verse. Uh, you know, say, hey, there's a great, like, you know, thing for a promo. And, you know, Ratchet Book Club came through and put it in there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Let's get to it. 13 Ghosts. Yes, the movie 13 Ghosts. With a hot, hot Shannon Elizabeth. 
and Monk, and the Monk himself, which I forgot his name, but the, the Monk himself, uh, the TV show, you know, and he was as badass he is, you know, and that lovely uh, person that we all love, like, you know, the guy that played Shaggy, you know, and uh, was in Scream, one of the killers. I'm not good with names. I'm good with faces. I'm not good with names, people. So let, let's just go with that. Okay, 13 goes. State-of-the-art remake of the classic William Castle horror film about a family that inherits a spectacular old house from an eccentric uncle. Now, if you've seen this movie, it's not an old house. It's all in glass with different kinds of shit on it. So, anyway. So there's just one problem. The house seems to be have a dangerous agenda on its own. Trapped in her new home by strangely shifting walls, the family encounters powerful and vengeful, vengeful entities that threaten to annihilate anyone in their path. So, now I'm going to go into this whole, like, what the Black Zodiac would be. Uh, so, the Black Zodiac is a dark inversion of the normal Zodiac. Like its celestial counterpart, the more eldritch Black Zodiac is divided into 12 arcane signs. Unlike its counterpart, these signs represent 12 earthbound ghosts necessary to gain access to the Ocularius Infernum. In addition to the 12 standard ghosts, the Black Zodiac also encompasses, encompasses a 13th ghost, the Broken Heart. This spirit is the final ingredient in the spell to fully activate Balsavus machine due to being sacrificed willingly out of the act of pure love instead of misery. There are 13 souls bound to earth foretold and described in the Arkham, which make up the Black Zodiac and are as follows. First up, the firstborn son. The first ghost in the Black Zodiac. The firstborn son is the ghost of a little boy who dies of an arrow shot through the head gone into the head. I can't sing. Anyway, uh, it may possibly also represent an infant ghost or a firstborn male child. Cyrus, which is the uncle, chose the ghost of Billy Michaels as the firstborn son. The torso. The second ghost in the black zodiac, the torso is missing his legs. Where the how the hell does he get around? Um and or his waist. That's one glob, that's it. It may possibly represent as a, a severed or mutilated ghost. Cyrus chose the ghost of Jimmy Gambino as the torso. Of course, a crime family. Huh. That's it's it, uncanny, I tell you. All right. Oh, paper cut. Oh, shit. Anyway. Um, okay. The Bound Woman. The third ghost in the Black Zodiac. This ghost is a woman who died having to be tied up in some fashion. Okay. But in the Arcanum, Arcanum, the only bound ghost is the Angry Princess, which is... In which case, it just represents general suicide. So, it is entirely possible that instead of being physically bound, this ghost had as a prerequisite 
sealed for her own fate as seen by how some sort of action such as her infidelity led to her demise. Cyrus chose the ghost of Susan Legros as the Valon woman. Now we get to the fourth uh, ghost. The Withered Lover. The ghost is someone who died having a withered or worn appearance. It may also represent someone the prerequisite may be that of a woman who had her future dreams and relationship destroyed or broken like being separated from one's mate if you've seen the movie you know what it is um cyrus chose the ghost of his niece-in-law jean oh this is not a word i'm not so useful uh criticos criticos yeah as the withered lover which is Monk's wife, and she died because of cancer and another, and and, and and she just died. Okay, so the Torn Prince is the fifth ghost in the Black Zodiac. This ghost has much of the skin on the right side of his body missing, leaving the bones and muscles exposed. It possibly represents a prince spoiled popular, loved, etc. Whose pride was taken down or has his ego destroyed, hence the fallen hero statement seen in this story. Cyrus chose the ghost of Royce Clayton as the torn prince. The sixth ghost is the angry princess in the Black Zodiac. This ghost apparently is of a young woman who dies by committing suicide and, as the name suggests, is that a woman either popular, spoiled, or beautiful, just like that of a princess? That couldn't see past her privileges, and as such, she would be unhappy with her blessings. Cyrus chose the ghost of Dana Newman as the angry princess. The Pilgrimess is the seventh ghost in the Black Zodiac, which, you know, we're going through the seventh stretch inning. Um, it appears to be the ghost of a female pilgrim or a primitive woman. It may also represent an outsider or stranger not appreciated or accepted by others. Seeing the implications of her alien origins, Cyrus chose the ghost of Isabella Smith to serve as the pilgrimess. Now here's a double whammy. It's a double whammy, folks. Double whammy. Double, 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 double whammy. Hit! Okay. So, the great child and the dire mother. The eighth and ninth ghosts in the Black Zodiac. The great child is a ghost of a very large and overweight child. Yep. Obesity. They couldn't say it back then, but it's obesity. And a dire mother that is of a very small stature. Midget. So... They probably are ghosts. They are pretty ghosts of a child spoiled even to its maturity and a mother bad enough to let it happen. They may also be the ghosts of related mother and child. Cyrus chose the ghosts of Harold and Margaret Shelburne as the great child and the dire mother. The tenth ghost is the hammer. In the Black Zodiac. 
This ghost is that of a muscularly heavyset blacksmith who wields a large hammer. Any further or deep implications are unknown. Cyrus shows the ghost of Mark, Mark, I'm sorry, George Markley as the hammer, which you see in the movie. He's got a lot of spikes in his head and in his body and a whole lot of stuff going on. So, all right. Now, this is pretty... This is pretty much, we call it a, a crazy, because this guy, we call it scares me sometimes. Or she. So, uh, the jackal is the 11th, the bull one. 11th ghost in the Black Zodiac. The jackal is the ghost of a disheveled man wearing a cage on his head, which probably represents bestiality or wilderness, seeing as how much of a savage and how aggressive the ghost is. And as well as his depra depravity and sexual implications. I guess he just likes doing it in a cage. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, Cyrus chose the ghost of Ryan Coon to serve as the jackal. Now we get to the last two, which is the juggernaut. Not much said on here, but Cyrus chose the ghost of Horace Mahoney to serve as the juggernaut. Basically, the guy is fucking huge. The guy, I mean, I'm not saying huge like, you know, like women would say, oh my god, he's huge. No. No, he's just, he's a tall man and he's very destructive. Um, The broken heart is the 13th and final ghost. Which is in the Black Zodiac. This ghost dies by leaping into the core of the Bellius machine out of act of pure love. Cyrus chose his nephew, monk, Arthur Kretokis, to serve as the broken heart. So, basically, in that movie of 13 Ghosts, as I told you before, that they go and have a house, but the uncle kind of dies, has everything prerequisite, pre, you know, made to have the um, nephew and his family come to this house, where he's going to need the nephew to jump in as a failsafe. So the 13th ghost, not the 13th, the 12th, uh, the 13th ghost, it is what it is, but um, I think with the 12 ghosts, it could have done it. I don't know. But then there was always twists and turns, and the guy from Scream comes in, and he helps out because he's the one that captured most of them. So now he kind of figured, okay, something's fucked up about the whole thing. Why did he still need all the, the stuff, and why is this house built, and he has no idea what's going on. Um, but then he tells, you know, Andrew about what goes on, you know, and what happened and that his family's in danger and all. But then they find out that the wife is the ghost that is one of the 13 ghosts, which, you know, you could not believe, but then he saw him and the son sees him and everything else. And may I say, the princess, the angry princess. Wow. Well, anyway, 
Um, so it goes on as they try to find and, and survive the 13th ghost. 13 ghost, not 13th. Um, that's just one. So they uh, they go through the whole thing and they, they see, you know, the kids get captured. So now it's bait for Andrew to go and leap into, you know, sacrifice himself. Um, which entails, you know, doesn't happen. But the ghosts retaliate against said uncle. And toss him, I guess he became mortal now. He became like full flesh and threw him into the spinning pinnacle, as you will, uh, and slices and dices his ass. Which was funny as hell, to be honest. You know. um, so that is it of the story. I was going to go to the story with Long Island, um, but I seen about the 13th ghost, and I, I was like very intrigued with the 13th ghost, and each individual person of the ghosts was so unique. Um, and some people that don't know about 13... I mean, there's a lot of people that do know about 13 Ghosts. Uh, you know, so if, if you didn't know about the 13 Ghosts and who's what, there you go. Um, but you can also check it out on the web. You know, 13 Ghosts, the meaning of the 13 Ghosts, and it gives you the whole thing. The Black Zodiac. Because um, I like dark and stuff and everything else so uh also you can go and if you want to reach out reach out to me go to twitter at podcast tattoo squid that's t-a-2-s-q-u-i-d um also see my videos on youtube uh tattoo squid podcast um also uh Go to Instagram, Tattoo Squid, but you go T-A-2-S-Q-U-I-D dot podcast and go, you know, whatever you listen to podcasts, you know, search all different platforms, you know, from either Spotify, Pandora, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, also go to Podchaser. Um, if you have Podchaser, give a review of this podcast or any other episode I did. Um, it'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, if you want to donate, you know, just go to buymeacoffee.com slash Tattoo Squid Podcast. Same spelling, like I said before, but it's T-A-2-S-Q-U-I-D Podcast. Um... You know, or you can just go to um, the support button, and it'll, it's even nine ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Um, it'll you know help out tremendously uh, to donate, make this podcast a little bit more bigger. You know, thank you for having um, on Anchor FM. I got like a thousand plays 
I truly appreciate everybody that's you know that listened or even if you listened a little bit you know I, I I'm not one to say you know I'm thank you thank you for helping me out uh this is something I love to do I mean obviously I like to talk uh there's a lot of people that tell me I don't shut up but there's times now I, I learned to shut up you know certain parts you know um and thank you ratchet club um ratchet book club i'm sorry for the promo hopefully it comes out um pretty well if not i'm still in a learning phase of doing this uh editing and all that so this is my first time in doing this so you know uh, let me know how would you think. Give me some questions. Go to Twitter. Um, tag me. You know, go to uh, tattoosquid at gmail.com. Leave, you know, questions on there or facts of what you want me to talk about. Um, or just ask me, like, why am I burping all the fucking time? I got gas. You know, what do you want me to say? Everybody's got gas. And it's either coming out of the mouth or it comes out the other way, you know. And there's a lot of people that don't want it to come out the other way because it's like, whoo, hello, stinkiness. So, um, getting a halfway point of half an hour. Well, not halfway, but eh. But thank you very much. Thanks for listening. See you on the flip side. Talk to you on the flip side. Thank you.